everyone. This is Jill, and welcome to You But Healthier, a weekly podcast designed to help you live a healthier life physically, spiritually, and emotionally. So, it's time for our fun fact. Our fun fact this week relates to giraffes and humans. Did you know that giraffes and humans have the same number of neck bones? Seven, to be exact. The difference is that Each giraffe neck bone can be over 10 inches long. Wow. So this week, we're going to be talking about trust. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 to 6 tell us to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. So my question to you is this. What does it mean to trust someone or to trust something? Trust means to wholly and completely rely on a person or a thing because of its power or its goodness. It means to have a firm belief in the ability and the reliability of something or someone. So now I'm going to share a story about um, one of my daughters. I've shared before that I have not one, not two, not three, but my husband and I, we have four kids. We have three daughters and we have a son who is our youngest. So just over a year ago, um, during the winter time, both of our two, our two youngest kids, um, who were 10 and 11 at the time, they had basketball and our daughter, she had a basketball game on one side of town and our son had basketball practice at the same time. So. We had our son, we dropped our son off a bit early for his basketball practice. And then both my husband and myself, we went to our daughter's basketball game. Because, hey, we wanted to see the game more than we wanted to see the practice. So we asked our oldest daughter, and she was 17 at the time, we asked her to pick our son up from his basketball practice. And again, both events were happening on different sides of town. They were about 25 minutes apart. So my daughter heads out to pick my son up from his practice. And this was just before seven o'clock because his practice finishes at seven. And I'm at the basketball game with my daughter and my phone rings. And it's my um, oldest daughter calling to say she has a flat tire and she's on the side of the road. And so I tell her, okay, lock yourself in the car. I'll call my other daughter who is at home and she was 16 and have her go pick my son up from his practice and then pick my daughter up, my oldest daughter up. So I do that. And so my second daughter goes out to pick my son up from his practice. And so then I call my oldest daughter back and she proceeds to tell me, oh, mom, there's this guy here fixing my flat tire. And I freak out people. I'm just going to be honest with you. I just completely freaked out. And I started to ask her all sorts of questions. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? Where exactly are you? And lock yourself in a car is what I told her. And um, <laughs> don't get off the phone with me on the, until we get there. Stay on the phone. Needless to say, we got cut off. And I, I just, you know, I, I was freaking out even more. And the basketball game we were at, it took another five minutes. And this was the longest five minutes of my life, people. I'm just going to be honest with you. (laughs) And so, I mean, I tried to get my husband's attention, but he was recording the basketball game. So 
he wasn't paying much attention to me and with what was going on. So then the basketball game finishes and I say to my husband, let's go. And then I remember myself and I said, please. So we're heading out to go to my daughter whose flat tire is being fixed by this mysterious guy. And then she proceeds to tell me, oh, he's finished and he's gone. So at the end of it all, she tells me, you know, um, it was an older gentleman who fixed her tire. And he told her that, you know, usually he rides his bicycle for 10 to 15 miles every night. And for some reason, he just decided to cut his, his, his ride short this evening. And it seems that God must have wanted him to come and fix my daughter's tire, her flat tire for her. And that's why he just felt like cutting his, his bicycle ride short. And so that was that. So everything worked out perfectly, really. But what should I have been doing instead of freaking out when my daughter told me that this guy was fixing her tire? I should have been trusting in the Lord. I should have said a word of prayer and trusted God during this time. But I didn't. You know, everything that we face is temporary, no matter what it is. You know, we need to speak God's word back to him. But to speak God's word, we have to know his word. And how can we know his word? We have to spend time reading his word. We have to study it and meditate on it each day. Hey, you know, when you are in school, for those of you who still are, or when you used to be in school, if you no longer are in school, you know, in order to pass your final exam, I think usually you'd have to study to do well. And in the same way, you know, we need to study God's word so that when we get tested, you get it? When we get a test, we can pass it because we'll know his word and know to speak that word you know, to our situation. Lord, you tell us that your plans are not to harm us, but to prosper us. That's in Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 to 13. Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. And that's Psalm chapter 20, verse 7. And in, in today's world, I'd probably say some of us, some trust in money, some trust in power and connections, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. Those who know your name, trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And that's Psalm 84, verse 12. You know, um, Daniel chapter 6, verse 23 says, When Daniel was lifted from the lion's den, no wound was found on him. Why? Because he had trusted in his God. And then Romans chapter 15, verse 13, which is one of my favorite verses right now, says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. And may you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, God is sovereign over everything. He's sovereign over everything that happens, has happened to us, everything that's happening to us, and everything that's going to happen to us. You know, God has either allowed or ordained everything, past, present, and future. God is not responsible for sin, and he takes no pleasure in human suffering. However, even in our suffering, God 
you know, our suffering can be used by God and can be in accordance with his sovereign plan. God can use and he will use our suffering to build our spiritual character. He can use it to draw us nearer to him. He can use our suffering to mature us spiritually as we learn to persevere and trust him more. So, you know, God is love. If we experience blessings, it's because God loves us. And even as we endure heartache and troubles, God still loves us. And I know it can be hard to believe at times that God loves us as we go through challenging times, as we are going through right now with COVID-19. You know, but God, God loves us. And he is going to turn this virus around for our good. We just need to trust in him. You know, in the Bible, I can remember Joseph. Joseph went to prison and he became a slave in Egypt. But God used this for the good of his people. Joseph became the second in command in Egypt, second only to Pharaoh. And so he was able to help his people during a seven-year famine. So we just need to trust the Lord more and more as we go through this time. We need to choose to trust him. So here's a question for you or another question. Who or what are you putting your trust in during this time with the COVID-19? I can tell you who I'm putting my trust in. I'm trusting the Lord to bring us all through it because only he can. Our connections, our power, our money probably won't help us and, and aren't going to necessarily heal us during this time. Not when there is no cure for the virus and there's no vaccine against it. So we can worry, we can get anxious, or we can trust in something or in someone. Or we can trust in the Lord. Pick your choice. As for me and my house, we are trusting in the Lord. Now, this was some pretty heavy stuff and we'll be right back. Welcome back to You But Healthier. And I'm going to jump right back in and share another fun fact with you. <laughs> Did you know that it takes 17 muscles to smile and 43 muscles to frown? So let's smile, people. God is good. So let's keep smiling. Now, my tip of the week. This week's tip is that we should try to reduce the amount of fried foods that we eat. Fried foods increase our bad cholesterol. They also increase our risk of heart disease and diabetes. Fried foods are high in fat, calories, and they are often high in salt. So let's reduce those fried foods. Next is our song of the week. So our song of the week this week is Trust. It's called Trust, and it's by Hillsong, Young and Free. And a couple of lines from this song say, Jesus, I will trust you. I know you will never fail. When things don't go my way, I know that it is not the end. I'm trusting you have better plans. So 
Go check that song out. It's called Trust and you can find it on Alexa. You can find it on Amazon and Spotify and on YouTube. Let's be encouraged today. So, my food of the week this week. This week's food of the week is fish. Now, fish is among the healthiest foods on the planet. It's loaded with important nutrients, including protein and vitamin D. Fish is also a great source of omega-3 fatty acids, which are very important for our bodies and for our brains. So, apart from this, some other benefits of fish include eating fish can help reduce our risk of heart attack and strokes. It can help prevent and treat depression. Eating fish can help to improve the health of our brains. And it can actually help to protect our vision as we get older. So, let's eat more fish. Now, our exercise of the week this week, and hopefully you're moving and you're continuing to walk or jog or both. And if you haven't started yet, what are you waiting for? Let's get moving. You know, this week, my exercise of the week is stretching. Now, as you walk and jog, be sure to be stretching both before and after. Okay? Now, uh, today I'm going to share a standing hamstring stretch with you. You're going to be standing with your feet hip width apart. Your knees will be slightly bent and your arms will be by your sides. Take a deep breath in and as you exhale, bend forward at your hips and lower your head toward the floor. You're going to be keeping your head, your neck, and your shoulders relaxed. And the aim here is not, it's not really to say, oh, I can touch my toes. That's, that's not it. Okay. You're going to wrap your arms around the backs of your legs and hold it anywhere from 45 seconds to two minutes. And just go as far as you can and hold it. And then you're going to bend your knees and you're going to roll up. And you can repeat this maybe five times, five to eight times, okay? And this stretch is great for your calves, your hamstrings, which is the back of your thighs. It's great for your glutes, your back, and your neck. Now, before we go, let's take a minute to do some deep breathing, okay? And let's get started. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. And out. Deep breath in. Hold. And out. And let's continue with that for another minute. Take another deep breath in, hold it, 
Just breathe out. Okay. Now, as we close, please remember to reduce your fried foods. Let's remember to trust the Lord in everything and with everything. Let's keep on with our walking and jogging. And let's remember to stretch. And let's try to eat fish at least once every single week. Now, let me go ahead and close us out in prayer. Father God, I thank you for everyone listening at this time. I pray that you continue to cover us, protect us, keep us safe, encourage our hearts, provide for our every need. I pray your special comfort, Lord God, over anyone who has lost loved ones to this COVID-19. I pray that you touch and heal those who have the virus, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you continue to cover and protect those of us who don't have the virus. Pray, Lord, that a vaccine may be found for this virus. I also pray, Lord, that a cure can be found for this virus. I pray, Lord, that you just touch Father God and just provide for those who have lost their jobs. Bless them with the jobs you have for them. And just encourage people's hearts, Lord. Bless with people paying all their bills. And just continue to provide for your people, Lord. And I pray for a great salvation, Lord God, to flow during this time. We love you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And well, thank you all for joining me. And I just want to encourage you to go out there and be you, but healthier. See you next time. Bye.